I'm going to start my podcast. Um, these are just going to be some musings while I drive home. Since it's not safe to stream, I figured it would be okay to uh, do my pensive while I'm driving. So, we actually had one of our regulars, um, her, her ex, significant human, uh, used to work for us, actually, and uh, she would come in pretty often. Then something happened with their relationship, and they're no longer together, uh, but she would still come by and frequent us, which was nice, because she's... They're both really nice human beings, whatever happened, happened, but I like them each as their own selves, right? Um, I hadn't seen her in a while, and her and another regular that just kind of, he, another regular who moved off to be with his significant human, uh, they came back, so um, K&L, there we go, so L, her significant other, her past significant human used to work for us, and K went to go do the whole happily ever after thing with his significant human. So they're both here at the pub this evening, and I was like, oh wow, because I don't know where K went to. Actually, he just like moved somewhere, um, and L know, working and life and stuff, so we haven't seen her, um, and so they were actually asking me about my love life, and I was like, well, <laughs> I don't have one, it's been interesting, and they're like, how's it been interesting, and I was like, just a bunch of dudes that are trying to do stuff that they're not supposed to do with me, and then, and then Kay was like, aren't you on that, like, bagel thing, and <laughs> And I said, yes, kind of. I'm not very active on it. But they're like, how many people do you actually meet off these apps and stuff? And I'm like, when I was in Japan, I met more people because um, it was during Golden Week. And that was the whole prerogative is, you know, my friends have to go to work. So with this remaining time I have left, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have any other friends. So let's just start downloading apps and see what happens, and so that's what I did, I downloaded Tinder for the first time, and Tinder had already been around by then, um, it was pretty hyped, uh, so I never downloaded it, because I don't like hype, I just avoid hype, it was, there was just so many promotional things that were going on, I just was not buying into it, so I was like, fuck it, let's try this shit, see what happens, and I get it on it, and I'm like, okay, let's start swiping. So I'm like swiping through, and I'm not swiping right on everybody. Like, mind you, I'm in Japan, and I like Japanese guys, but I'm still like, I'm not just going to be like, Bleh, whatever. Like, I'm still going to be kind of picky. So um, I met seven people with the last seven days of my stay, and it worked out. Now, in America, you know, the dating culture is a little bit different. Everybody wants to fuck on the first date. I'm not really into that. I don't even like kissing on the first date. And a lot of people are into that. I'm just like, I can't. That's not really me. Um, I mean, if you are so inclined, you do you. But that's just, I'm not into that. So, um, 
it's been really difficult because either they cancel themselves out in the early stages, meaning um, they either talk to me in a way that I don't agree with, or we're just not on the same level, like they're just down to fuck and like, I'm not about that. And I clearly state it in all of my dating profiles. I'm like, no NSA, DTF, blah, 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 all these acronyms. Like I'm not fucking about that. So people think that I'm still about it, even though I clearly say that I'm not about it. Either that or they're just not reading whatsoever. Just like going through photos. I go through the photos and then I read the profile because there have been times where I swiped right and we matched. And then later on, it's like I read the profile or I scroll down further and I'm like, oh, I'm not about this. So I'm like, okay. They think they're cute and it's not cute. Like, what was the, the most recent unattractive profile captions I read? It was like, um, like I'm, I'm on Tinder to find dates kind of like the same way I'm into, I'm into porn for the plumbers. I don't know, some shit like, some shit like that where it was just alluding to like, I'm just in it to fuck and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, he was cute, but he's not that cute. And that attract that profile was definitely not attractive. There have been people like, you want to chill? I'm like, uh, you need to be a little bit more specific because that is super vague. They're like, you trying to chill? I'm like, uh, you need to be more specific. That is not a specific activity. You're not telling me what you want to do. And I think you think that you're being cute by trying to be coy, but I'm pretty sure if you're saying things like you want to chill, that you don't even understand what coy means or the usage of the word. So that's also very infuriating. Um, anyway, back to the point. So these friends were asking me about, like, the app situation and basically that's it it's just like it's so hard to meet anyone that's decent um when everybody has obviously different goals in mind I don't have that much time to be like that's what kind of gets me it's like do you really have this much time to be looking for pussy like or penis or whatever you know what I mean like just make dick appointments all the time like if you need a dick appointment fine you know you do you but I'm just like just booking dick appointment after dick appointment like do you really have that much free time to give or like dudes like you trying to lay down pipe that often like do you really have that much time for these meaningless excursions you know maybe it's because I feel it's meaningless like, <clears throat> your goal is just to fuck people and not have a real connection with anyone. Because for me, in order to be intimate with anyone, I have to A, trust them, B, be actually into them, 
Um, and I have to be... I have to be sexually attracted to them. Because I have a lot of nice guy friends. You know, but that doesn't necessarily mean I want to see any of them naked. You know? And they might be just nice humans. And they look great with their clothes on. And maybe they look good with their clothes off. But that doesn't necessarily mean I want to fuck them. Right? So, it just... It's really for people who just have a sex drive and they just have that drive and the human connection doesn't matter as much it it's really hard for me to wrap my head around that just for me like god bless you for having a like ridiculous sex drive and like going to town and everything but For someone like me, it's just really hard to grasp because I have to, for me, it's very dependent on the person because I've had relationships where I love that person, right? L-O-V-E, love this person, but I don't necessarily have the drive to be like wanting to see them naked every day, but there have been times where I've been involved with someone who, um, is not my significant other and I am not his significant other and through whatever exchanges that we're having it's just like I want to see this person naked all the fucking time like if there was a way to make money without having to leave bed ever then like let's make it happen you know like like that um and honestly that shit rarely fucking happens. It never happens. It's happened, like, less than ten times in my life that I've been that that sexually attracted to anyone. So, it's weird, right? And, and the whole thing is, is I have a lot of dudes that are trying to do extracurricular activities with me when they have a significant other like it's enough to the point where you know it gets overwhelming for me and there are very long periods of time where I delete snapchat right because that's how they communicate with me um and these are guys that started off as friends right um I either met them through common friends or common activities or whatever like these people started off as friends um and however it happened uh, I was manifested somehow in some sort of fantasy I guess and that's another thing that's really difficult for me like I exist for these people in fantasies that I do not know the extent of and I probably don't want to know um and however I got manifested in there by whatever preconceived notion that they have of me or how I am because they kind of know me right we're friends 
but, you know, I'm not, there's only one of them that I was fantasizing about, but the other ones, like, I didn't really fantasize about, right? Like, I wasn't, I wasn't as drawn to them as they were to me, but they were, they were all friends. Um, and one of them I kept in more contact with than the others. Like, I was actually contacting him more often than my best friend for a while. Like, that's how often, like, we messaged each other. And it wasn't even always sexy messages. It was just, like, you know, in reply to, like, something he might have posted or something, right? Or he would always watch my stories. But it was just, like, this constant line of, interaction, right, as the, as non, I don't know, I don't want to say invasive, but I don't want to say meaningless either, it's just like all these little tiny interactions that probably don't mean shit to anyone else, right, but um, I'm one of those people that actually look at the counts and then I think about engagement like there are some of my friends that will like actually reply to my posts like either write something or send an emoji because I usually just send emojis but um like some of my photographer friends are, are pretty regularly like commenting on stuff and like that's great right like you know we're engaging even though we're however many thousand miles away from each other um and you know I like that I like that you know I'm giving something my friends can interact with or relate to or make them happy or laugh or hungry. I usually just make people hungry when I post pictures of food um, <clears throat> or when I cook. And I, I like having that. Um, and like sharing little itty bitty parts of, of my life. So you know, I do think about engagement. I think about how many people actually saw that. How many of those people actually wrote a reply? Um, what time of, like, if I have enough time to think about it, like, what time of day did this happen and who saw it? And did that have to do anything with the time of the day? Because some people are in, like, Singapore or Japan, right? So, there's like a 14-ish hour difference, so it's morning here, it's evening there kind of thing, um, so I always keep that in mind too, like are, uh, if I'm posting at a certain time, like are they even going to see it, am I going to be in the top of the pile, you know what I mean, uh, I don't know really anything about Instagram algorithms. Uh, I figure everything is just kind of alphabetically in order, and my screen name starts with a B, so I just kind of assume I'm going to be at the top if I have a story. Um, 
this uh, first experimental like pensieve. Um, usually I'm trying to do my pensieves five minutes or less, but I wanted to see uh, how well this records A while I'm driving as far as the audio playback because I'm in a car, there's air conditioning going, there's like a little like hiss or crack from my window, like I can hear the wind seeping in and I'm just, I'm super annoyed by it. I don't know if it catches on my phone. Um, and apparently there's construction I didn't know about. Oh my god. And, um, see what my voice sounds like on my phone, because I have another microphone. <gasps> that I've been using, but, um, once I realized that Anchor can, uh, distribute out to different sources, I thought maybe I should try doing stuff on here, um, and at least, uh, see what I sound like, or whatever, um, and holy crap balls, what the fuck is happening here, fuck it, it's okay, I live on the other street anyway, ugh, yeah, fuck all this, fuck all this, um, I really want to do an audio diary because it's, I communicate mostly through writing uh, with people and the feedback I have received on my blog uh, from people that know me like in real life, like have had face-to-face interactions with me and like know my mannerisms and how I, how I am and my personality, um, you know, they found it very thoughtful and meaningful, and they took something from it. You know, it was it was valuable on some level, right? And uh, they also like everyone who's who's given me feedback has told me it's like you're talking when you're writing, and. And generally, that's how I like to write. I like to write like how I speak, kind of like a comic book. Comic books are more or less colloquial. You know, it's very just like common speech patterns and things like that. I like to write the way I speak. I I also space and punctuate that way too to separate my thoughts. Um, I like to make it visually easier to read. Because I know if it's just, like, one big-ass block of type, it's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Um, and I know I don't like reading that. Like, when when there's, like, big-ass blocks of type on a blog or, like, an article I found or whatever, it's just like, ugh. Like, I don't. Let's go to the other thing I was supposed to accomplish today. Like, fuck it. I can't. I don't want to. Um. So yeah, so I thought maybe an audio diary would be nice just because, um, you know, people use journaling as a way to just get their thoughts out before they get seriously writing, 
um, I'd like to use an audio diary as a pen save. I can have it as a reference for, oh, I remember that point in my life. Um, everything is so much different now. Or at least I hope. <laughs> oh my god, I hope when I look back on these, if I cringe, fine. That's, you know, that's just a part of life. But I hope my life changes a little bit, that it's not always just going to be the same. Um, I don't think my life stagnates, but I do have a tendency to sometimes get comfortable. And then that's, you know, that's not good. I think we all need a certain level of discomfort to push us forward, right? We just need to be, a, you know, we have to have a comfortable level of discomfort, <laughs> right? We need some challenges in our life to propel us forward, to, you know, make us better humans, to make us strive for something more than we are at that moment. So, for right now, I have deactivated my Facebook until TBD, because it is really to be determined. Um, Snapchat is out. I'm done with Snapchat for now. Uh, and it's not even that, you know, I don't ever want to see that particular human, the recent one. Again, it's just, you know, even though it's just like tiny moments here and I really don't have that many close friends that I keep in super contact with. So the ones I do keep in constant contact with, you know, it, it hurts when there's a riff, you know, when there's a rift, I guess rift, riff is guitars, rift is friend situation. When, when something happens, you know, so just right now, I, I don't really want to see what's going on in his particular life. Uh, I'm almost done with my cool down period, but at the same time, like, I mourned the loss of a friend. Because that, the way I was existing as a friend for him, like, I just, I don't really think we can return to that, you know, given how I reacted to everything. Because I was super cool with everything until I had the possible idea that we might not be on the same footing as human beings. Like, we aren't two equal human beings. It's like one person is, ugh, I don't really like using that word, using ugh, the other, or 
thinking of them as like a piece of shit <laughs> or just like a toy to toss and throw away. You know, that was never a thought until somebody that was quite close to him <laughs> and female uh, made it a possible thought. You know, so. Now, I'm just embarrassed at how much life I gave those words, but at the same time, you know, in reality, our relationship as friends as it was, it's probably not that sustainable, especially since he's probably going to get married to his significant human, possibly have kids, and definitely a menagerie, so... You know, uh, better to get rid of that now instead of later. <clears throat> but it doesn't make it any less sad. It's like I, I lost, it was like the death of a friendship, you know, at least in that context. I don't even know if it can go to a PG context <laughs> anymore. It's just like, you know, it was nice while it lasted. And, you know, it just boggles my mind how his significant human just doesn't want to tear off his clothes like every day and just do things to him. But anyway, um, it's just personal opinion. Uh A lot of homeless people drinking water bottles the other day. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just... Nothing on the dating apps. No one either jives with me. Or I tell them the truth. I'm, I'm honest about what I'm trying to do and what I'm not trying to do. And they're just not about it. So they're like, why are you even on a dating app if you're not trying to like fuck or find a boyfriend I'm like well we all gotta start off as friends first I'm not gonna just like hey be my boyfriend <laughs> when I don't fucking know you you know like Jesus like you could be a serial murderer for all I know so ugh. people just don't think about that they're like that's a weird way to think about things and I was like well my bad I don't want to be murdered in my sleep so I'm um, just, you never know how crazy people really are until shit hits the fan. And then you'll see how violent or crazy people are. And it's too late, you know, because shit hit the fan. Um, but again, that's, that's all just me. That's all just me. Oh, and I finally made it home. Wow, 27 minutes. Okay. People say it doesn't take, it shouldn't take that long to get to my home from wherever. You know, I'm just like, dude, I don't speed. What the fuck, garage? Okay. But, 
Yes. Let's try to be kind to everybody and hopefully find some significant humans through dating apps. Right? <laughs>